what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, and you're listening to another episode of the Gossiping Heifers. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Your source for entertainment, news, and real conversations. Hey. The Gossiping Heifers Podcast. Uncensored, real, and straight up ignorance with your hosts, Michelle and Rochelle. Let's go! Let's get it started. The Gossip Heifers are in the house. What's going on? My favorite heifer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, you just really just yeah. being a real biatch right now. I'm not being like you, Michelle. No, I know. But you know what? You've got to slow up with your damn project. Mm-hmm. I understand you want to get things done. That's right. But your ass has been back to back. Time ain't forever. Look, this heifer, <laughs> we've been on quarantine. The house has been getting major makeovers. We've been working on our backyard. But she's been gardening for a long time. She finally well, got her greenhouse. I had to garden and I had to move my garden. Yes. Because you wanted to extend the patio where the fuck my garden was at. It looks better. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you shut up. <laughs> then on top of this, <laughs> I already had my garden laid. Now, she's, oh, you know, it would do so much better if you had a raised garden beds. Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm getting raised garden beds. I had to put them together mm-hmm. and paint them. Trying to help you out. Okay, but so now, but you bitching about all of these activities I've been doing. I know, because you go hard. Yesterday, yeah. you was in that yard so long, when you came in, you like a boiled hot dog. I'm oh, telling yeah, you. I got your boiled hot dog. <laughs> and I, I, I got most of the hard work out the way. You did. You did a marvelous job. But I had to, I ordered me some more um, bricks to lay on the ground. Mm-hmm. And this time, you and your punk daddy going to help me take them in the backyard. Oh, really? I ordered, um, I think it's 45. God damn. Yeah. There's some slave labor you doing right now. I'm not with three people doing it. Anyway. And you ain't slaving when I when you go out to get some kale for your fresh juice and stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, Rocket, thanks for the beats. I'll help your ass move a couple of them damn blocks. Yeah. A couple. She- <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You should have other worries on your mind. Like what? Well, number one, your friend. That you said his drive is so hard. You Girl, I'm too tired. For, yeah, I'm going to order me some panties <laughs> out of order. I ain't got time for this. Ain't that much sex in the world. <laughs> Your friend is a freak of nature. I've He's never abnormal. seen anything with a sexual appetite. We could be in the room just chilling, okay? <laughs> and if I happen to look up and I see his facial expression, his eyes are like, you know, eye-fucking you. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He, he, he reminds you that werewolf in the Looney Tunes. Yeah. The, the Tom and Jerry cartoons yeah. that will be following Red Riding Hood to the club. Yeah. Mouthy, wide open eyes everywhere. Tom That's hanging him. out. That's, yeah, That's him. him. That's him. I know. That's a goddamn shame. He's Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> I told him his ass need to be studied. He no, needs to go to NASA. You said whatever he got, they need to bottle it. They need to bottle this shit and sell it to these lazy fuckers, okay? I'm telling you, because trust me, ladies, they out there. I'm sure you done probably bumped into one or two of them. Well, I ain't bumped into none. Well, no, this one, out of all the men you have dealt with, dealt with, yeah. I've just never seen this energy before. <laughs> just, I'm just like, dude, calm down. It's like a teenage boy when he gets his first piece. And he got to get, <laughs> and it just, you know, it takes him a couple of months to get him out of the system. He just got to oh, keep well, him a couple of years. Because <laughs> that fool is well into his 40s. Oh, I don't like, know. God damn. You slow, slow down. Shit. You didn't just have sex? God damn. I, I know. I know. I feel for you. you your, your, your cat need an ice pack. I tell that Negro no. <laughs> Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah, on social media, getting on my nerves. Number one, back in Facebook jail. Oh, for some shit I posted back in 2019. Facebook, Facebook you know what? They need to focus on the rushes on their page. <laughs> That's what they need me focusing on. <laughs> like okay fuck it I'm, I'm in Facebook jail and he just like Trump let's attack the American people right and the, it was a joke meme about these black folks in this haunted house and they had like little figures of Klansmen well, in the haunted is, house yeah that's, that's, that's a haunted and house black, black folks, folks were running you know I thought the shit was funny so <laughs> <laughs> apparently Facebook didn't so I, I guarantee you some food on rolled up on it and reported it yeah just like y'all got to get out of your sensitivity zone these are jokes this is what we do but one thing that's not a joke I, you know I'm on our Instagram account and I recently made a post about this HBCU grad who's autistic she just opened up her own subway restaurant mm-hmm. Some jackass got on there. You know, I don't know why you got to use autism as a hot hashtag, uh, you know, for to get, to get attention. I'm like, because she's she's autistic. Well, first of all, this is probably an idiot that's slow. <laughs> he, he is slow. He doesn't know anything about autism. And he does not. All of the challenges that autistic people in the community have to go through. But his theory was like that was being used to drive business her way. And I'm like, so? And it's I not- drive business her way, but besides not being just artistic, she black, right? So she got me two times. But then he was like, you know, we should just celebrate her being a young queen. I said, we do celebrate that. But also, well, she has special needs. She definitely needs to be applauded because she's made a major accomplishment. Well, like I said, this fool has no understanding of artism. None. He has no understanding that most artistic kids don't finish college because of artism. The challenges they the have challenges to face. The challenges they have, yeah, it's way different for people that call themselves on the norm spectrum. But this jackass, I just came at him. I said, look, you know, my son's autistic. And I, and he said, well, I understand you have this disease. I'm like, no, I don't have a disease. And it's not a disease. It's Artist- a disability. What was it? You got chlamydia? Right. <laughs> a disease? What? What the hell? What the fuck? A disease? No, yeah, nigga. COVID? That's disease. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, whatever. And I say, you know, you're just very ignorant for making that statement. That, it's just people need to sit down sometimes and read a book. That's, that's the problem. Watch the History Channel sometimes. Just, you know. But I checked out his profile. I'm always curious to see how I far the angel is going. I don't know why I have to do that, but I went to the profile. It's the petty Libra in you. <laughs> we both do it. Who is this talking shit? Your exactly, page? exactly. What's this motherfucker's page? And he's number one. He's African because he got, and he, I don't know if he's here in the States or if he's in Africa, but he had a thick ass accent and then he got titties. And he, oh man, kids. I watched a video of his. He I was, wanted to have goat milk. Right? <laughs> 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 I watched a quick video of him and he, you know, his accent was very thick. And I was like, oh, you little, yeah. But you know, if he is African and just like we were just watching, um, the young lady was talking and she was a move somewhere because she is an artist's son. She said, you know, Africa wouldn't be the place because they don't have a lot of uh, resources, resource or understanding of artism. So, you know, he's just an idiot. That's why. You know what? Thank you for putting that together for me because that makes a lot of sense. She did make that remark. Yes. And that explains his mindset. Yes. That clarifies. Girl, thank you. Yes. (laughs) And too much goat milk. It's in his ears. <laughs> Look, let's get to these headlines. Number one, 
Breonna Taylor's family has finally gotten a settlement from the city of Louisville. Twelve million dollars. Mm-hmm. Does that come with an arrest? That's what I'm waiting on. See, I mean, yeah, they they deserve the wrongful death, but that money ain't gonna bring her back. But supposedly they're making some additional changes in the police department behind this, so that had to be part of the conditions along with the payout. So you know what? They paying them off. They're making changes, so that lets me know these people are not gonna be arrested. But that's like admitting guilt. Well, oh, yeah, it is admitting guilt. Yeah, that's just like, okay, oh, we know we fucked up, but you know what? We just going to do some new procedures, even though we haven't arrested the officers responsible. Thank you. Had they been fired? What? Anything? No. And, and the thing is, the man, the same man that shot her, has assault charges on him. Mm-hmm. This is the second cop. Man. I've heard shooting up black folks and got sex charges. Don't get me started, because I just saw a video. I forgot the man's name that got attacked by police. That was a passenger in the car. Yeah, Uber. He was in a driver. He was in an Uber. And, you know, he getting his ride and they ask him for his ID. I'm like, I'm the passenger. I got to show you my yeah, ID. Well, I didn't do nothing. And it escalated to a physical brawl of him being beat up by his two police officers. I saw that crap. And I was just like. And, I'm going to jail that and day. And his child was in the car. Yeah, I know. I'm going to jail that day. Look. Because I'm kicking somebody in the fucking face. Where can I legally get a cattle prod? Your, that's what but I'm your badge does not make you above the law. Right. And I mean, just constantly. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick and of this it. this is man's BS law. These fools walking around here with, with the old slave catching um fucking behavior. Mm-hmm. That's what the police is, slave catchers. Yeah, that's true. So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, when I saw in Mexico... At a soccer game where they were fucking with this man, and the whole crowd came out and whooped the cops' ass. Right. <laughs> when does this happen in the USA? <laughs> I mean, it'd be like tons of people standing by. Right. And you know this situation is wrong. Stop hitting him. They be on Get the out for him. Person about to pass out and die. And Bum rush the motherfucker. It's time to do something. I'm sorry. Put your foot in it. Matter of fact, this is. The, the mentality that we have behind police brutality, I think, especially towards African Americans, it comes from the top and it's been always coming from the top, like, you know, Donald Trump. Right now, there's this big book coming out on his ass by journalist Bob Woodard. Now, this is what kills me about Trump. His ego is, and he's such a narcissist, he's dangerous to himself. This is the same journalist that took Nixon down. Uh-huh. Okay, they interviewed Nixon and basically wrapped up the investigation and got Nixon's ass out of there. Yeah. So now he's done with a Nixon. <laughs> And they doing way more than Nixon. <laughs> but there's a lot of audio tapes behind this conversation he had with Trump. Yes, it's what he admits. He admits, number one, about the COVID. He knew about it. He knew how dangerous it was. Yes, and how he likes to down, I like to downplay that shit, you know? I don't want to scare the American people. I'm, I'm like, okay. So even though Negroes are moving in your neighborhood, Mexicans are thugs and drug dealers. That's his focus. I mean, but but I'm saying he is like the He's the hype king when it comes to fucking pan, you know, paranoia. Oh, so he's a fat man scoop of paranoia. He pretty much is. He's a hype man. He loves to scare white America. Yeah, he does. He loves it. But he was talking about wanted to downplay it. But but even though you downplayed it, you still didn't make preparations. Mm-mm. See, regardless on what you thought you was doing, you still didn't make preparations. Yep. And also in these audio files, he's talking about that he doesn't understand the pain of black Americans and he feels he doesn't have to. He no. wants to rewrite history. Matter of fact, he wants to take school funding from schools that want to implement black studies. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, this is like, okay, and I'm not a racist. Get, get the hell out of here with that. Yeah, I, I don't want nobody to know the mm. sin that white America did or America. Yeah, so and I don't know why he can't. He won't, you know, he, shit after what he said about the military. 
Yes. And when they get involved and there's admiration that they have for this fool and not realizing the danger they are putting this country in. They've been drinking great Kool-Aid. A damn moonshine. No, that's that great Kool-Aid. What's that? What's that dog on coat? Oh, the Jim Jones. Yes, he's a Jim Jones. Reincarnation. <laughs> and they are drinking the Kool-Aid. It's too much. Because they he, this fool was on TV about one of his mass meetings, or I call we call clan rallies. Oh, yeah, one of his damn rallies. Mm. And they were like, well, you know. You got all these people, no mask on. Everybody's right. well. I'm 12 feet away. You yeah, know. exactly. So, in other words, <laughs> fuck them. I'm okay though. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh lord. Anyway, uh, there's a report that recently came out by the Washington Post that shows that almost 250 women in America have been fatally shot by police, but black women account for 20 percent of the killings and 28 percent of the unarmed deaths, despite making up only 13 percent of the population. In the U.S. Uh, are you surprised? We're not surprised. And see, black men are killed more frequently. But when it comes to the women data, oh, we get more sexual assaults by police officers. Oh, yeah. More harassment, more physical violence, all that shit. Uh, you know, I guess they don't feel as threatened. Well, we don't have the big black penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because, you know, white men always been threatened by the big black penis. I don't know what that is. And they feel that, you know, if they are in a position of power like that and they have a certain sick mindset, they feel that they can sexually assault black women and get away with it. What was that cop that got convicted? Uh, Daniel Hotsclaw or some oh, shit like a that? a bunch of black women. Right. Because he's found guilty, I think, of sexual battery and rape that hate eight women. Yeah. So that... Fuck, I got 263 years. Well, they saying that trick. <laughs> they were trying to find that fool in jail. They can't find them. Yeah. Well, so they made this, gave y'all a little, little court ding, you know. Okay, let's give him a show. Yes. Yeah, um, walk that nigga out the back door. Right, some fertilizer. But that's what, that's what, <laughs> that's what Pecker Woods do. Right. If you have it, I mean, just not the police department. When you just see these random races, mm-hmm. they normally go after women and children. Yep. Little weak asses. And punks. Anyhow. Man, this footage that showed two L.A. County Sheriff deputies that were shot and they're in the hospital fighting for the life. There was a male and a female cop. They were sitting in their patrol car and somebody just randomly walked up on the side of the car. Bam, bam, bam. See, that's, took off. that's what happens. You all are allowing all these bad cops. <laughs> this, no, this, this is, this is, truth. This is no. what happened. This is the retaliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you allow bad cops, because see, for all we know, they could have been good cops. Right. I don't know. They just got on the force. Damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> they had just got on the force and happened within the first week or two of their employment. Well, so, I'm, I'm just saying you got a lot of people that are sick of the police. Right. They are tired of the police. They're t- and it's really sick of the police union because they are letting all this shit go. Go. Exactly. No legal action. No convictions. But just I'm saying don't just shoot random cops. No. Shoot the motherfuckers you see on somebody. Who the neck? fuck is George Zimmerman? Why hasn't that shit been taken Girl, care of? Granny is still outside in Skittles. <laughs> I prom no. He is still autographing Skittles mm, mm, mm. to these redneck races. And he ain't even white. Oh. He's one of the Mexican, he's part Mexican. But they had to undergo uh, surgery. They were both in critical condition. Mm. And it looked like it was a dude with dreads from what I saw. I as far Lots. as I know, there's no other Suspects, but he just randomly pulled this off. Just some black dude but locks. The other part about it is when they were transporting him to the hospital, there was a bunch of folks out there trying to stop them from taking him to the hospital. Mm. That's a bit much. Uh, people said they're sick of this shit. Is it black see, the thing about it, look, I understand the anger level. 
But you got to aim it at the right folks. It's just like when this I understand. Lehman Nielsen said that shit about wanting to hurt a black man. I understand, but see that. But let me say something. Black people been dealing with that same shit, the same shit that he said. Mm-hmm. You look at fucking Rosewood. You're random. Okay, mm-hmm. so they just go out and just kill all the black people. Yep. But three thousand black folk died that fucking in Rosewood. Right. Right. Okay. This has been going on in the black community for years. Mm. And we have been begging and pleading to do it right. To stop police brutality. Yep. My brother took a knee. He can't fucking play football no more. Th- and that's ridiculous. And the NFL time they're gonna make shit better. And y'all still ain't hiding back. Y'all, but anybody who protests, y'all blackball. So exactly. anyway. You saw what just happened with the Houston. I forgot who they were playing, but they joined arms for for silence. Oh, for, the Texans, yeah, yeah. For um, they play. I'm talking about who they. I, I, mean, I know it was Texas, but they um, what? Well, I know that. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about the other team. I, I forgot who they were playing, but they stood in you know silence, right? For you know unity. Let's all get along. Is all they were saying, right? You know the crackers was booing. <laughs> you said the key word. So <laughs> after a while. Even though you say directed right, were you fucking mad and tired of shit? You just fuck up. Is this just fuck all of it? <laughs> so police departments need to take it more serious. Right. Arrest these damn bad cops. Mm-hmm. Get these bad cops off the force. Yep. Filter them out. And these two cops that probably were innocent mm-hmm. wouldn't be the um shot. No. Well, look, Ted Cruz. Uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz said he's going to be calling on the Department of Justice to investigate Netflix airing of Cuties. Now, that's that little French film that got those young girls. I was French, no wonder. Doing those little exotic dances and stuff. And dress exotic. So, I think the film is basically about a young girl who is, uh, has a religious background. Her family's very religious, and she's trying to come of age, and she finds this group of girls who do this exotic type of dance. Mm-hmm. And she wants to be down with them. So he sat down with Fox News and said he wrote a letter to the Attorney General Bill Barr, who might have already watched the film several times. And jerked <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm sure him and Trump both. They're saying that the film fetishizes and sexualizes these pre-adolescent girls as they perform dances, stimulating uh, sexual con- uh, conduct and revealing clothing. Mm, I see that on, on shit live all the time. But to say, that's my thing. I'm like, you know, it's sad that they do have a film out like that because, you it know, is sad. there's just too many damn pedophiles out here. But, you that. know, I saw a video of a bunch of young girls dancing and some drunk grown fool came out. I the, saw that. And yeah. don't you touch him. Mm. What? Like, bitch, you got these underage kids dancing provocative. Right. In front of a bunch of drunk grown ass men. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's sad. And you, know. you got some R. Kelly's out there. They were black. Shh. I, I, I don't damn understand. Freaks. It, it's sad. It's damn freaks. But uh, Netflix are released a statement saying that the movie is meant to be social commentary against sexualization of young children. I, uh, I never watched it, so I can't I, say I, I, I just, understand I've just it. seen the trailer. I've seen a couple of promo pics. I have not even tried to watch it. I just don't know if I'm going to be comfortable, even though there's supposed to be a meaning behind it. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may be being a your girl, you may know a hoe like that. Shut up. Anyway, I remember that hoe that used to do that all the time when we were little. <laughs> all right, these wildfires that are ranging across Northern California, historic levels. Now, firefighters have been working to extinguish the fire that flames. They continue to ravage through the North Complex of California. Uh, the governor now is saying it's gotten so bad, I may have to call inmates to be firefighters. Hey. In doing so, they will have their record clean and they will just be able to have a career as a firefighter because it's not getting any better. Well, let me tell you something. We are at a record high this year, 2020. 2020 has been a beast. Dude. Um, when I'm going to... We're not going to just talk about COVID. 
We're not going to talk about all the, just the police killings of blacks. Mm-hmm. But then we've had more storms just this year in the history. We bypassed 1920s on uh, 1801. <laughs> we already had over 10 fucking storms. Major storms hit land in America. And they got more brewing now. And you got four more out there right now. <sighs> you got one about to make landfall. She moving slow. Mm. Sally, I think it's Sally. Yeah, Sally. And there's there. two more out there. Jesus. Uh, okay, now you got these record fucking, let me say something. The moment Trump got in office, this is Mother Earth telling y'all, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay? These storms are to help her cool off. Trump pulled out of the um, environmental act. Environmental yeah, act. Um, the, just, and he's allowed companies <sighs> to dump waste into rivers and oceans again. Mm-hmm. This is Earth telling you she's tired of your bullshit. Yeah. We are like A's to Earth. And, and Earth, like I said, when the COVID first hit, there was pictures of all these cities that are known for pollution and all the smog. It was clear as I don't know what. Girl, you, it was the first time he was able to see China. Right. Birds and chipmunks coming out. They had Earth had a moment to heal and then y'all came right back out. So they gone? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like the lights got turned back off. Right. So, Mentally. Anyway. Because folks are stupid out here. They still want to run here, no mask. They don't believe in COVID. I mean, y'all. Them damn college students need to have their asses slapped. Girl. Because they're the main ones having these goddamn close encounter parties and all this other shit. Major outbreaks. But you know what? They mama need, the mama, they need to beat their ass. Well, they're going to bring their ass home Thanksgiving break. But you ain't getting no money. And you're going to see another surge around Thanksgiving. No, no, no. A lot of these kids have been put out. Mm, they need to be. And some of these colleges have had to close because of that. And guess what? Your mom and dad don't pay tuition. They not getting back. Right. And your ass can't go. Mm-mm. And I'm going to beat your ass when you get <laughs> Exactly. I don't care how old you are. That is my money and my investment. All right. Cardi B has filed from divorce from her husband. Offset. And according to legal records in Fulton County Superior Court, she actually filed this and saying that uh, the she wants to have the marriage basically erased, dissolved. It don't exist. Mm. Just get out of here. Mm. Off the record. What so, happened to that wop? <laughs> and then keeping that nigga at home. And when I read the article, of course, it was on the Love B. Scott uh, blog. And they were like, okay, what has this nigga done now? <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> you know, Carly just got through fighting some charges where she beat a bitch ass. Yeah, I know, because you had this woman bust a ball over somebody's head over your whole ass. And now mm. she tried to work it out. And I know she did. You know, when Yes, because she stayed away for a while. He was begging, talking about how he missed when his wife. When you got wife. a family, you, you're in love of a man, and he messed up. So you try to let him come back and do the right thing. And now here we are again. I don't have time for this. No, so I don't have time for this. And man got to realize, and I know when you have that type of statue that he has, you got to have on a whole monitor. Yeah, well, you know, he needs to And that's that. for yourself, not for the women coming at you. Look, <laughs> he should have did what the fuck Jay-Z did, okay? Mm-hmm. Jay-Z got caught out there. Beyonce had on her yellow dress and her damn bat. Yes. And you notice he set his ass down. <laughs> now, he didn't take the same thing, but you know, I guess there's an age difference. He's younger. He ain't learned. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, come on. Cardi got the money. She bringing in the bills. She don't birth you a beautiful daughter. Yes. She keep herself in, you know, in shape. 
and forever grinding. Forever grinding. This is one of the hardest working women in hip hop, okay? And he may not want to piss her off, you know. You got, you got that, yeah, that, that gang affiliation. Girl, you know, she's an ex-blood. She made blood on your ass. So it's yet to be confirmed on why, but I'm just making assumptions. I'm sure it's about him fucking I, I know it's probably him fucking off. Anyway, so. Yeah, that's the only thing I can see him. What are you doing? Now, I just want to know how this is going to go down because she signed to him, so. Well, I'm sure there's paperwork in order. Um, cause I know when she gets, uh, this paperwork done, she not only wants the marriage, you know, dissolved, she wants to make sure she gets physical custody of their daughter as well as mm-hmm. child support. Okay, Cotton. So, hey, handle well, your business. You know, she's a fellow Libra girl. I'm on your side. Hey. All right. Ray J has flipped the script and filed, uh, divorce papers against his wife, Princess Love. Now, first of all, I surprised it took this long. They weren't going to make it. Mm-mm. I knew they weren't going to make it because she's too petty. When they were on the reality, so I think it was Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop. One of them damn series. And <laughs> when they were engaged and just dating, it was already some petty bullshit going on then. And then his mama didn't like her. Yeah, I'm a firm believer. When well, you got more than one relative that don't like a motherfucker, That's it ain't mama. gonna work, right? <laughs> she didn't get along with Brandy. I, you know, I never knew what the father said, but I knew it was clear as day. Yeah, the mama was That like, mama and Mm-mm. sister did not like her. And if mama and sister don't like it, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Because you're going to interact with them regardless because that's family. They ain't going and, nowhere. But then, like you said, she was always posting a damn business. This is one thing I do not like women to do, especially in her status that she is. You are a semi-celebrity. and she, her, her husband is. Her husband is, but she got affiliation, so whatever. Yeah, but yeah. when you've got your public life, as if your husband's being a celebrity or you are, you got to know you can't expose every damn thing about your relationship. And that's what she did. There's people who purposely have been happily engaged, married, or in a relationship, but they just don't post all their shit on social media. Nah. Anytime they have a fight, it don't have to be broadcasted. No. You know, it don't have to go that route. I'd rather tell you than tell the world because I don't give a fuck what the world thinks. I want you to hear what I have to say. And then the world is more gloating and happy to see your ass miserable. People love misery. They love it. And it gives opportunity, especially because Ray J, y'all already know, he's a man whore. And he's a man whore. <laughs> he's a man whore. There was a shadow in a shower. It wasn't a woman. Look, he's a man whore. They ain't nothing changed about that. I hit it first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you had to know what you was getting yourself into. And if he didn't get all this out of his system beforehand, either you was going to be willing to deal with it, and hopefully he grow out of it, or just don't deal with it at all. It was a low sperm count. Right. <laughs> You better see his he the lowest sperm count. But they are petty as hell when it comes to this marriage because first she filed for divorce, then she took it back because she wanted to work it out. And then right after she took it back, he filed. And I'm like, that's that bitch shit. That's it. <laughs> Ray J pulled a bitch shit. And you know what? Ray J always had bitchy ways. Yes. So Ray J just like, nah, I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. Yeah, I'm gonna you know. yeah, make you think we're working it out, but then I'm gonna go ahead and file on your nah, ass. Nah, you know, because he he you know she's gonna probably end up leaving anyway. Yeah. Let me be the one to break up. Yeah. Not you. Well, at least we have some uplifting news with Samuel Jackson that he's promising to teach swearing in exchange for voter registration. To keep swearing? Well, he, you know, he has a very elegant way and specific way of profanity. Mm-hmm. He's the master of it. Now, he's going to teach you how to curse in several different languages with that Samuel Jackson oh, demeanor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to take that up. But you got to register to vote. I'm already registered. You're so already can, registered, but yeah. this is it, it's his motivation to get people to vote, pretty much. Well, look, Samuel, hit me up. <laughs> I've, I've registered. I'm voting. If I was able to vote like Trump dumbass said two or three times, I would. <laughs> 
Black can only legally do it one time. Right. But he tweeted to more than 8.5 million fans uh, that said that if 2,500 assured that they would be registered to vote, I'll teach you to swear in 15 different languages that he said in this video tweet. So, Bahili. I bet you that's already booked up. So I'm sure they probably surpassed that number. Yeah, I'm ready to. I want to learn some so I can cut some folks out. I'm just going to listen to that uh, bedtime story here. Go to fuck to sleep. Go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> They're going to say it another. You're going to read it another. I language. just want to hear him read it. That's all I want. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with do no language. language. <laughs> can you put it on Spanish? Right. <laughs> and speaking of something, you know, Spanish, I saw the funniest fucking TikTok. What? Was the Spanish girl was getting baptized and she called the fucking priest a puta. <laughs> and a mama had to pop her mouth. I said, this, this little half had me about four years old. And they were holding her over. Pouring water. And she's like, you motherfucking puta. I said, oh my God. I said, y'all throw some more holy water on her legs. Y'all should have prepped this child before y'all took it in that. For real. Because I'm like. Y'all know she ain't about that crap. Oh my God. Throw water on my forehead. How, how do you come back from that? I, mean, I, I know I was cracking. At first I was in shock. Glad to watch the game. <laughs> This so stupid. I was like, damn, okay. All right, after a moment of silence, Jesse Smollett is back. He oh, recently wow. broke his silence during an interview with Mark Lampton Hill. Did he it still was, have the noose around his neck? <laughs> Wearing that shit like decoration. <laughs> anyway, uh, they were on his Instagram live video. He's still claiming innocence. Okay. <laughs> you see how I yawned and yeah, said, okay. You yawned yeah, on okay. that one, so... <laughs> Got them damn Nigerian brothers running around here with Magna hats on. Oh, <laughs> Sit your ass down. He says it's been truly frustrating, unable to speak truly about what happened to him, uh, still being tied up in uh, litigation. And I'm just like, dude, the Let thing about it is there's so much stuff that's on record that was, you know, obvious Oh, what the hell took place that night? Mm, mm, mm. What the motivation was for it? Who was that? You fucking nigga. Who the African accent? Who did that shit? That was Dave Chappelle. You, you, you fucking nigga. Dave Chappelle was wrong as hell, but that shit was funny. Oh, that was hilarious. Damn that. But I was like, you know what? I don't know what, you know, I, I could care less about the situation, but the fact that it's still on the table for conversation. And I'm like, dude, my mind's already made up. Yeah, that's a long time ago. A majority of people, mine have been made up. And like I said, that's bullshit. Ain't no way I'm making his money. (laughs) And I'm finna walk. The fucking subway. In Chicago, in the plane. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) In the middle of the night. Wait. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's sad. Now, look, we gotta go to Tamar Braxton. Why? I want. That's a good question. I know her her boyfriend on foul the stranger on all night. Yeah, because this, first of all, she had this reality show that was coming out, and I watched the trailer, and I'm like, is this supposed to be like a life turning documentary or something? Because it was very dramatic. She was crying and having fits at the same time. She she losing it, and I'm like, you know, I really feel my sister's got to get some mental help. Well, she did. She almost had some until she went off on her. Yeah. Who was that girl that laughed like a, a girl horse? Fixed my life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then she had to. She had to cease. Tell us what's that? Um, what you call that shit? Cease and desist. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She sent her a letter and bitch shut the hell up. Exactly. Let's stop talking about that. But you know, apparently she got into it with her fiance, this uh, dude who's going to be on the show with her, and apparently there was some type of physical altercation. 
Yeah, she she used to that, and she he filed a restraining order on her. I could see it, right? Because she wild, and she said that he was threatening uh, her or family, some of that nature. And I'm just like, dude, it's just a lot. I think you know when you got that type of stuff mentally taking place, you're not ready to go into a situation with somebody else. No, nah, she look, she does need to get therapy. Yeah, because I mean, she just got through. They said it was uh, suicide, and then she said it wasn't suicide. She was just taking medication and had a drink. Right. Which I, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I just think that she needs to get some mental help. Don't mess with nobody for a while until you get yourself situated. Because I don't think it's going to do her any good because all it does is bring bad PR to her, even though there's no such thing as bad PR. But well, I knew she was having a mental, I knew she was having a mental breakdown. She shaved her damn head. <laughs> I said, what the hell? <laughs> this bitch don't did a brick. You been on her and Tiffany Haddish since they both shaved their head. <laughs> Look. <laughs> at least we'll give Tamar that she looked better with it. <laughs> because folks was dragging Tiffany through the mud on Instagram and Facebook. Talking about she looked like, what's that black actor's name? Um, oh my God. The one that says always old. It's been old since we Oh, you talking about Morgan, company. Morgan Freeman? Yes. God damn. They say she look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and I'm just like, bitch, how you finna be? Okay, COVID don't hit. Right. And now she's supposed to be, I heard she was dating Common. Right. How you gonna do this when you and Common gonna be together all the time? <laughs> he don't wanna look at that. <laughs> I'm not gonna even comment on that, but I know how you feel about that bald head. I just didn't like it on her, definitely. Well, we got some updates on Tim Norman. That is the son of the own reality show, Welcome to Sweetie Pies. You know, he was uh, actually convicted, not convicted, but he's actually being investigated for a murder hire on his uh, nephew. That's a damn shame. Now, this is the behind the scenes story on why this took place. Now, his nephew, his nephew, Andre Montgomery, basically is a suspect in a robbery at his mom's house. That where oh, I think that was like two hundred thousand dollars that was stolen from that. Oh, robbery. so he don't rob his mama. Is so now you got to get in some gangster shit because you didn't fuck with yeah, my mama. Yeah, now I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> you don't land from my mama house. Okay, now I understand the murder for high. Okay, now I understand. Because at first I was just like, I'm like, damn, I got a nephew. I love my nephew. You know. But during this testimony, this detective uh, testified that Andre Montgomery was a suspect in the theft of $200,000 in cash from Robbie Montgomery's his mm. grandmother's home. Fucked up family. So, you know, when you hear about somebody messing with, your, with family, your mama, especially your, your mama, mama, especially your mama, where he at? Don't come for nobody in this house. Let me tell you something. My mama, my daddy, this half on the mic with me, no my nephew. I will cut you. Not even the dog. No, leave my fat dog alone too. <laughs> I will cut you. But uh, Norman basically paid uh, someone $10,000 to secure the location of his nephew the night that he was going to get killed. Now, see, $10,000 shouldn't nobody been snitching. Right. <laughs> Man. He should have called me. <laughs> I just saw the nigga pull up. Right. If I ain't the one that got to do the shooting or stabbing you saw the, or the ass whooping. What's that scene from Casino when they had all them people, Bell Hopsman and hotel staff yeah. calling when they had somebody come up in there? But they're here. <laughs> Room 520. Yes, I got the keys sitting here for you. <laughs> it's stupid 
is. Man, how you mess up ten thousand dollars? Yeah, but I just you know, like I said, I hate that he got caught up in that nonsense. I would have just, you know, you should have just whooped his ass. Yeah, I think that and the, the murder for hire, but I think with that inspiration, and I'm beneficiary on his life insurance, he wasn't gonna be able to collect on it anyway. Well, no, not as a murder. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm like, you know, even they're gonna investigate this. You were gonna investigate, it would have been a lost cause for you. Yeah. So that's has to be like a car. What's this? See, gotta gotta think better. Should have had somebody (laughs) fuck with his car. (laughs) (laughs) He just had an accident. Right, right. You know, couldn't nobody understand what happened. Oh, he was he was in the car without a control. You know, like when Kevin Hart little baby ass flew out the car. You such a low life. Where you been on Kevin Hart's ass for the last two weeks? He's so little. I need to get off because I'm tired of that. I don't want to hurt his back. But anyway, I'm going to say he should do something smart like that. Look, I got to go next because you just threw me off with that damn Kevin Hart statement. Anyway, Mary J. Blige had uh, something to say. Remember back in the day, I forgot what award show it was, but Little Kim and Diana Ross was on stage. That's the yeah. uh, little, little, little Kim, Kim had that little pace. Yeah, little and Diana Ross tapped her titty. Right. <laughs> She's like, boop, boop, boop. Said, Diana Ross, why you playing with little kid titty? I remember that because I was like, damn. Why you playing with a titty? <laughs> and I remember almost everybody tried to wear the same outfit right. after. Yeah, baby, promise you, there was some ladies that should have left that shit alone. You had to have some gravity kid, you know. Yeah, little kid was like in her 20s, you know. Right. That's community titty. So it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get past 30, put them titties away. That's the expiration date. Expired. Yeah. <laughs> Expired, leave it alone. But Mary J. Blige said, you know, I wasn't too cool with that. You know, that was one of the most incredible rappers, and to have her, you know, be a trailblazer and being treated like that. I'm like, well, have a titty popped up. I'm like, first of all, how many years ago did this happen? First of all, that's Diana Ross. (laughs) This is ease on down the road. Mahogany. I want muscles. Yes. Ladies things are blues. Girl. Diana Ross can pop my titty. Who cares? So this is it's just certain people. It's like a Beyonce walked up to you and said, pop. Oh, Beyonce hit my titty. Oh, my God. Who cares? Who gives a damn? I don't even know why that was even on. I, I'm just hoping that the, whoever was interviewing her asked her that stupid question. I'm just hoping it wasn't in the back of Mary's mind. It's titty envy. Titty envy. It should have been my tits. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. All right, for the ignorance, ignorant news we got all day, every day, where a white professor is under investigation after he was recorded on video saying the N-word at least three times in class. Mm. Why are we so... Yeah, we should be surprised at this point. There's like a racist school story every week. Yeah. Now, I wanted to hear how many black students got him bum rushed his ass. <laughs> Nobody? Well, he was put on paid leave, of course. Um, paid leave? A student posted a video of him saying the N-word. Mm, was it a white kid? I bet it was a white student. How did you know it was? Come on now. How dare he say nigger and I can't so say nigger. Right. <laughs> I'm letting it be known. Because even, even though we be on watch Fat Man Scooping, there's one thing that nigga says that he shouldn't say is that everybody got the right to say nigger. No, the Man, fuck you don't. Okay. There's a culture barrier. Even though we know it's, a ne- it's supposed to have a negative impact on us, but that's a community word. Let me tell you something. Okay. Back when we was coming up, <laughs> black people use that word only around black people. Mm-hmm. Then you get these ignorant-ass rappers yes. and comedians that want to use the word all day, every day, 
and it's become the norm. Yeah. And I know too many black people that don't like the white word. Folks, yeah, white folks just feel too comfortable using it in conversation. Black, you still got black people that don't use the word. Mm-hmm. If you're black, you can't call them that word. Right. So no, this is not a word that, that's okay for y'all to, you know, no, no, um, no. It is where it is. So apparently, like I said, well, he'll be on paid leave until they return his ass and he does, makes a donation to the uh, NAACP. Ain't no time. Well, first of all, he need to, he, uh, why is he on paid leave? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, you know what, when things like this happen on campus, like if you were to work at McDonald's and call somebody a nigger against the counter, do you think you're going to be on paid leave? No, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, that fool probably did this shit on purpose to have a vacation. Right. I'm going to get paid. I can stay home. Right. During this COVID. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, a black couple who got into a fight with white customers at a Little Rock Steakhouse who weren't wearing masks stood too close to file a lawsuit accusing the restaurant of discrimination and not enforcing coronavirus safety rules. And I don't blame this black couple because if I am in public, I'm doing all I can to protect myself and you. Okay, stop. Let me say something. You can't protect yourself at a restaurant. Well, I know that. But not to have nothing on your face at all, I should be able to say something to you. But how you gonna eat and not and you know in with a mask on? You had a restaurant. I don't know if it was curbside. No, I don't know if it was not, no if it was curbside, they wouldn't even had no interaction. Right. I don't know if they was just going in to pick up their food. Mm. But I would tell people, you know, people are doing too much with this shit. I'm not it is you got a lot of dumbass Karen's out here walking around and don't want to have a mask on. Yeah, yeah. But I got mine on, and long as you stay a more than six feet away from me. I don't have nothing to say to you. Mm-hmm. Well, this is basically a lawsuit that says the couple was sitting in the restaurant's bar area when a group of white people from a Louisiana tour bus entered and asked if they could sit close to them. And despite social distancing uh, restriction, Arkansas allows bars and restaurants to open but with capacity limits and distancing rules. Mm-hmm. So they was like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit over here with you anyway. And I'm like, no, you cannot. <laughs> you and, and Get especially your ass been traveling. Louisiana had a real big spike at that time. Well, let's still look. Long as these bars and restaurants are open like this, they're gonna have big spikes. Long as you've got kids out here partying in college, you got folks on the beach doing these damn holidays. We're never gonna get all over COVID until folks start using common sense. So. All of them are dumb, yeah, including the black people, to be at a fucking bar. <laughs> Take your ass to the local liquor store. Right. I'll go to Specs, get my drink. I'll bring my ass home and mix it at the house. Ooh. She's a mixologist. There you go, mix master. And you know what, Donald Trump Jr. When he speaks, it's just like hearing he his dad speak. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my god. He was referring to the team that shot those two people at that protest. And, you know, they're saying that he was defending himself. A little white boy. I don't know white boy was defending himself. Who was 17 years old. And, and he going to talk about, well, you know, we all do stupid things at 17. Oh, so you just saying that just shooting random people is stupid. I bet you if he was black, it, he, oh, he's a monster. Mm. He's a thug. Uh, oh, shut the hell up. It's I ain't listen to Beavis and Butthead anyway. <laughs> Please just kick wrap it on up for real. Jesus. And just when you thought parenthood would go bad. Parenthood night at his finest where a 12-year-old boy told police his mother left him alone all day at home with his younger siblings while she was pursuing her rap career. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you 12, with <laughs> Who, first of all, I don't even know how old the mama is, but I'm like, dude, if Dr. Dre's not on your door making a deal, a contract sign, why are you leaving your kids to pursue a rap career? So I, I, she can hire a babysitter? I t- <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they from the hood, but I know 
Shit, if you nine, you can babysit. Yeah, but the boy told his mother to get her to come home, but you know, she yelled at him and hung up on him when she calls. When uh, when he called her rather. Yeah, I know. The nigga I'm trying to work talking about phone. But he had three younger siblings. Um, they were, I think, eight and nine years old. Um, I'm just like, okay, I don't know what the problem is. But the oldest child told police his mother often leaves up to 24 hours at a time. Now, see, that's ridiculous. He cooks the meals. He makes sure the rest of the kids are completing their online So, in other words, I'm tired of being daddy. Right. Half I'm 12. Mm. I don't mind babysitting every now and then. But I'm doing the cooking and cleaning all this shit. Yeah, I ain't married you. homeschool is I ain't married you, ho. It's too much for my ass. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I that know. is. See, I mean, I'm thinking maybe she did this every blue moon, you know. And for twenty four hours, you old enough to fucking babysit? They all eight and nine. The hell you complaining about? <laughs> but twenty four hours, yeah, that's just, that's a long time. Yeah. Lastly, YouTube star who filmed himself defecating on the driveway of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. What? Yeah, he went on Nancy Pelosi's driveway and oh, took a trespassing. <laughs> he said he was doing it as a peaceful protest. <laughs> shit on my yard is not peaceful. <laughs> you know what? He should have saved that shit for for that shitty ass president they got. <laughs> Leave Nancy old ass alone. Oh my god! But see, this is the stupid shit about it. He got this nice little YouTube channel, uh, and plus he's twenty eight years old, so he's still he's old enough to know. He's know, old enough to know. He but know he's better. Still, that's it. I'm old enough to know, but I still want to be at this stage. You know what I mean? That's just white privilege. <laughs> white stupidity. So he was on the stream, and I think people will make a comment about his video that made this recommendation of him taking a dump on Pelosi's drive. Okay, so somebody told you do something, and you like a dumbass did just it. Just did it. Oh, okay. Next, <sighs> that that's it. Uh, you know, it's just it's just so. I told you the last time we recorded, I said America got problems. It's it's ridiculous that you take time out of your day to take a dump on somebody's lawn. You know, and I promise you, had that been on this lawn over this neck of the woods, baby, I would have been ready to fire. Everybody's handguns would have been out. <laughs> Your butthole would have looked like a doorway when I got done. You would never have to worry about squatting. You've been shooting like a horse for the rest of your life, just walking and dumping. <laughs> oh my god. Because like I said, I would, hey, Texas, your gun is your business. But you would not and if you, shit girl, girl, when that cop said that shit to me, I promise you, I don't know, I probably told y'all before, <laughs> but we, my dad gave me his 38 and we was like, okay, how do we register this gun? So we went to the police station and talked to the woman. She was like, well, here in Texas, your gun is your business. <laughs> if you trust your daughter, you don't need to sign nothing over here. Me and my dad was looking at each other, so smiling. We were like, okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much. She's a very friendly white cop, you know. Right, but she's going to let you know. Hey, all right everybody thanks for tuning in make sure you pass this on to a family co-worker a friend somebody whose ass is just wound up too goddamn tight pass them on some jokes because i'm so tired of people being so damn politically correct yeah we need to go back to the 80s we gotta go back to the 80s when people had a little bit more sense of humor about themselves yes i'm like come on now listen okay. up but the guys will help us will be returning make sure you subscribe on itunes and spotify follow the us on facebook and instagram so until next time people peace i holla